0: recording on the file has been created and
1: yes it is recording have we started
0: uh, I believe we have
1: we We've have. started we hello have, we hello to you hello from studio s uh, hello from studio L we are in we are realphabetizing our studios to try to keep things better organized uh, things have gotten really really hectic in the offices of be more smarter industries uh, and we think that alphabetizing our studios will be a good step to fixing that
0: we have a lot of studios for we do for the size of this podcast
1: yeah considering there's only uh, two of us who actually do the podcast and only two of us who are actually part of this company uh we have like nine studios so
0: uh yeah it's a lot of studios we don't use them all at once though
1: we should i'd love that you know, I'll bet there's some sort of like weird existentialist audio thing we could probably do where we record the the ambient sounds of each studio with nothing else happening in them. Uh that would be great. Sounds like a John Cage piece.
0: It does. It does. I think we should I you know what? Why can't we should have a now that nobody's in the old studio, Studio A? Yeah. We should have a twenty four hour webcam so people can just log on and
1: see what's going on. In Studio A? Yeah. Do you you want to know that there actually would have been something interesting a couple weeks ago? Um, my my wife accidentally locked one of our cats in Studio A for oh. like a day and a half.
0: <laughs> I'm guessing that was Blueberry.
1: It was not. It was Jack. Oh. Now, Jack, I will tell our viewing audience, Jack is our, is our uh, black cat. We have a black cat and we have a Siamese cat. And the black cat, Jack, is extremely sweet, just the sweetest cat in the world and cuddles with Tony and meows at me in a very cute way and just loves being with us or whatever, sitting on our laps, all of that. And Tony is just in love with this cat. And I think she went into Studio A to try to use an old printer that was in there. And Jack snuck in after her and she didn't know. And so she pulled the door shut after her and didn't go back for like a day and a half when she thought, why haven't I seen Jack? I wonder what happened to her. (laughs) And then realized that that's what had happened and went in. And Jack was just in there and looked up at her and meowed. It was like, yep, here I am. Wow. Yeah. So I think Tony spent the next three days sort of like, Plying Jack with treats to try to win back her favor. Yikes!
0: Yeah. Uh, did did did? But she was able to hold it.
1: She, she was able to hold what? Who? Uh, urine. Oh my God! Yeah. Apparently Jack didn't do anything like that in the in the office there for wow. the two days she was in there. Yeah. Impressive. She's a good cat. She's a good cat. Yeah. Very good cat.
0: So anyway, uh, this is episode one one eight.
1: This is Fill Me In. We call it Fill Me In cuz it's allegedly about crossword puzzles,
0: but also about non-peeing cats, yep, and studio webcams. Indeed.
1: Yes. We uh, we we cover many horizons. Many. An extreme amount of horizons. We we are an event horizon. Yeah, there are as many horizons as there are studios. Indeed. <laughs>
0: uh, and with that, we're going, as somebody who's going to play an integral part in our in our podcast today, uh, let's first uh, fire up the Jag on the Hank.
1: I'm sorry, what is it called? Oh, uh, Joa. No. Say the title, the real title. The in Music? Oh my god, Jag on a Hank. Yeah. Jag, j- no, you said Jag on the Hank. No, I didn't. You did, and later on you'll listen to this episode and you'll recognize that you Why did. Why
0: did I say Jag on the Hank? It's Jag and a Hank.
1: I know what it is, and you know what it is, but you misspoke. I did not misspeak. Okay. Uh, You did. Anyhow, here's the music. Jag on, insert article here, Hank. I did not misspeak. Okay, the misspeaking one of the two of us is named Ryan. He's our misspeaking host.
0: Speaking of Ryan... I yeah. got
1: recognized today. You did. By the way, I just—I'll say that I'm Brian. I'm not Ryan, and I speak accurately. But Ryan, you were recognized. Tell me about it.
0: I was at City Field. I was online to get ice cream. Uh, City
1: Field. City Field is where the the New York Mets of Anaheim play, right? Yes. Or okay. well, they attempt to play at any rate? Yeah, they they put on their uniforms and they wander around the field. Yes. Yeah.
0: Uh, that's. I'm watching. Speaking of that, I'm watching a Dodger game right now as well. That's right basically- now.
1: While you're doing this podcast you're yes. watching dodgers
0: well it's all it's on in my peripherals
1: I see you have peripherals I do I have peripherals wow. okay
0: uh and uh, yeah, so I was online uh to get uh, a helmet cone a, hel- uh-huh. a helmet cup, a helmet Sunday, yeah, and a shake and uh Kenneth Lauterbach. really uh, came up and said, are you you know what he said he said. Are you the host of Fill Me In? Winner of the D Division, Brian uh, Ryan Simmet. He said Ryan Simmet. Said Ryan Simmet and winner of the D Division. So he got a little wrong.
1: Well, he got more right than wrong. I mean, you are the host of Fill Me In. You are winner of the D Division. No, you're not. You're winner of E Division. No. Well, uh, yeah. you have you have won a division. You just won the E division, right? So, I mean, the spirit of it was correct, but yeah. the facts were wrong. And you're Ryan, but you're Ryan Hecht, not yes. Ryan I think he he conflated us. He may very well have, and that's easy to do. You know, if people don't know who we are, don't know which one of what's which one of us is which. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's really cool to get recognized. That's yeah, awesome.
0: yeah. I, I don't exactly know how he recognized me. Like how.
1: Well, there's pictures of you online, and people who listen to the show maybe have followed on the blog and found pictures when you've posted them.
0: I suppose.
1: You've posted pictures of you and your wife on various adventures.
0: Yes, that's true. That's true. But I I can't imagine anybody would remember what I look like. It's not like they see that picture
1: every day. Yeah, I don't remember what you look like, to tell you the truth. Yeah, I
0: mean, it's been, what, three weeks already?
1: Yeah, I've totally forgotten. Yes. Uh, Yeah.
0: Oh, well. All right, so uh, we're good. We need to do kind of a, 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 a an accelerated show because we we're both busy and we don't have a lot of time to edit.
1: Okay, well, if the show comes in under thirty minutes for whatever reason, I'll just you know sort of use some sound editing stuff and slow it down to right. give everybody their full money's worth. Sounds good. Uh, here we go. Viewer mail, opening it up. I'm glad your I'm glad your fingers are better. Yeah, you my, were,
0: uh... my snapper is uh, is working better. I I uh, ha- I jimmied this lock. I was trying to jimmy this lock open, and I took a chunk out of my thumb. Ah. Uh, and it was really painful, and the wife was there, and I have a weird thing with blood and whatnot, and I almost passed out. Just <laughs> totally. Totally embarrassing, but I was fine. And then we got up to the back up to the apartment, and Catherine was was kind of you know putting on her water, and she was putting some antiseptic on. And all of a sudden, I felt really nauseous, and I fell to the floor, and almost passed out.
1: Oh, that's just, awfully melodramatic. Huh? It is. It's just a little cut. Wow.
0: I know. I feel silly.
1: That's kind of ridiculous.
0: It is. Our first viewer mail... Is titled Joa. Joa. It's, it's titled Joa and it's from Luke Hankins. Yeah, Luke Hankins. Luke Hankins, Han- Hankins right? I've had 30 minutes of peace because my kids heard one snippet of Joa and insisted I put it on repeat so they could dance around the kitchen to it at 5:30. I don't know why why he has the time. Uh, uh, I don't know. Thanks, but- Brian. You rock. Oh, and Ryan, you're pretty cool too.
1: I, I so he's written actually o five thirty, which I think is to suggest that this happened in the morning when parents of young children might not like to be bothered incessantly at oh. five thirty a.m. Okay, that's my theory. Uh, Luke Hankins, I don't know. I don't know how many kids Luke has. I, I don't know if I've ever met your kids, Luke. You have two kids? Luke, uh, Luke. I'll just explain this. Luke is married to Lindy. Lindy's sister is Kate. Kate's husband is Adam, our friend who does not work for NPR.
0: Oh, okay. See, I didn't know this connection.
1: Yeah, Luke and Adam used to be co-workers in Boston. And, uh, and I've met Luke and Lindy a number of times, uh, but they're fantastic. And I know that Luke listens to the show from time to time. And JOA is, of course, the uh, acronym for our theme music, JAG on a Hank. Yes, it's not Joth. No, it's not Joth, which would be JAG on the Hank. Right. That was an old draft of the music. We called it Joth, and uh, we didn't like it very much.
0: Now, I can't imagine that uh, having JAG on a Hank play on repeat for 30 minutes would afford anybody peace, but I am not a father, so...
1: Well, if you, imagine that you live in a house, and you can put it on repeat, say, in the kitchen, and uh-huh. then you can go back to your bedroom upstairs and go back to sleep.
0: Well, can you leave, just leave children unattended in a kitchen?
1: I don't know how old the children are, maybe. Do they put their knives away? <laughs> maybe. I, I don't I, know. I, I, don't I gather not about it. I think that Luke is fairly responsible. I think that Luke and Lindy probably know how to handle their children. I'm not saying they don't. I'm just, I'm just confused. Hmm. Then I'm not really sure what to make of it. I don't know, Luke. Do you do you feel nervous that your that your kids are going to do bad stuff in the kitchen if you're not there to supervise? Ryan is concerned.
0: Were they able to hold it?
1: <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely how, hope so. Luke, how old are your kids? Uh, yes. Do they have uh, Be More Smarter t-shirts yet? They should. You can really get
0: them should. at zazzle.com. That's right. Slash Vandalay88, which has yeah. nothing to do with the show. It doesn't really. All right. Our next viewer mail. Go ahead.
1: Our next viewer mail is from uh, Chan Vonsathorn, perhaps also known as Narayana Ashish Chan Vonsathorn Vengsakar Venkata Subramanian. One take. Very good. Uh, Anyway, Chon has written to us, uh, says, hey, guys, want to thank you for continuing to bring us the podcast. I've been enjoying it. Just listening to 117 right now. My only comment, I realize that now the microphones aren't physically picking up both of your voices in reality. But would it be possible to not pan your voices 100 percent to opposite speakers? I find it a little disconcerting when listening with headphones, though maybe it doesn't bother anyone else uh Sean, it does bother other people we got a couple of people who wrote us about this and it was totally my fault i w- was a little rushed mixing the show and i forgot to fix the panning usually i pan each of us to only about halfway left or halfway right and i forgot to do it and i didn't listen to the show before i posted it and voila it went up error intact
0: i did not notice the difference
1: well okay you don't um, notice much. You're a little oblivious.
0: Uh, well, I wouldn't say that. I am just, audiologically, I don't notice these type of things.
1: No, that's true. So you are audiologically oblivious. Sounds good. I'm AO. <laughs> you are AO. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: our next viewer mail is from John Delphin, class of, of 1967, Vassar
1: class. It's 76, actually. I
0: Vassar guess. class of 1976. He does not need a stinking nickname.
1: That's true.
0: John writes to us uh, about a rebus. We were we were arguing or debating what constitutes a rebus last last week. Right, right. Uh, what constitutes a rebus in the world of of crosswords?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I wasn't sure. We had that puzzle last week where the letter Z uh, was doubled in a lot of entries, and the two Z's shared a box right. in the grid. And I didn't know if that really made it a rebus because I thought a rebus had to be you had to have a word or something right. in a box.
0: And John Delphin says anything other than a single letter in a square, a number more than one letter, a word which would be made up of more than one letter or a drawing would constitute a rebus
1: so rebus is a is a catch-all terminology for anything that kind of breaks that form of the crossword right okay I, but
0: but, but. But uh, it, in, in outside of crosswords, a rebus is something different.
1: Yeah, in others, like I remember as a kid, rebus puzzles were the ones where you had pictures and letters that you added and subtracted. Right. It would be
0: like a toothbrush and then plus a bear, minus right. B, plus yep. a bowling ball equals
1: this. Right, right. Exactly. What does that equal exactly?
0: Uh, Toothbrush, ear, bowling ball.
1: Okay, that's popular. That's good. I like that. That's something, isn't it? Yeah, it's no, it's not anything at all. What the hell is the matter with you?
0: Uh, but yeah, they they were in it would Highlights magazine after Goofus and Gallant. They would sometimes be a rebus.
1: I forgot how much you liked Highlights magazine. That's right.
0: Highlights magazine is a good
1: magazine. Uh, so you've said. You've said this before. I know. Well, it was it it it's good. I never read it. I mean, I know it was there at the dentist's office, but I never read it.
0: You never read about Goofus and Gallant?
1: No. Well, that's how that's why you are like you are. It's why I am like I am? Yes. What, that's sort of like weird Popeye meets Freud or something. What, what is that? <laughs> it's, it's why you are what you are.
0: Goofus and Gallant taught me the way to behave.
1: Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I've been wondering for years what to attribute this to, and apparently that's it. It's Highlights Magazine.
0: Yes. It's Goofus okay. and
1: Gallant. Oh, wonderful.
0: Uh, yeah, so, uh, so let's just point out that I was correct
1: last week. Uh, you were, in fact, correct about the Rebus puzzle, and I was not.
0: It does not happen often, nope. I'm correct, but it happened last week.
1: Now, we got another viewer mail from Neville Fogarty, uh, Squishy Defeated. Uh, Neville Fogarty asks, I'm curious, between Mike's final Lollapazula puzzle last year and my nickname being in the New York Times puzzle last week, have you guys made it in yet? That's at least 90%. I'm not sure what he means. That's at least 90% of what. At least, yeah. Have you guys, have we made it in what? I don't know. I think have we, have we made it in a puzzle yet? I, I don't know. Have our names appeared in a puzzle? I don't know. I don't our names know.
0: Ap- have appeared next to a puzzle.
1: Yeah, our names appeared below a puzzle when Mike Nothnagel's uh, final from Lollapazoola 2009 uh, made it into the New York Times. And then there was a little blurb about us. Neville uh, is, of course, referring to the word squishy. Which was uh, in a New York Times puzzle a week ago. Yes. In fact, he signed this email: Neville Fogarty, eight down, defeated. Which I got a kick out of. Yeah. I like that. But I don't know what you mean, ninety percent. We ninety. I don't get it at all. Neville, explain yourself.
0: Uh, speaking of that, and Neville has put this on Facebook, so it's. I, I'm assuming it's not any kind of a secret. Uh, but he, but he has posted about uh, riding a bike, and he's wondering if he should a wear a helmet. Uh-huh. And B, if he should wear headphones while
1: riding a bike. Well, A, you should definitely wear a helmet. And B, uh, I don't know if you should wear headphones. I don't that, think you should wear headphones when you are well, a Well, some people bike. say no because you can't hear the sounds of traffic or whatever. But it might get awfully boring to not be listening to music or something while you're biking around.
0: Well, I don't know. You get the,
1: the, the sounds of the world. That's true. The world has a lot of sounds to offer.
0: I see. I never listen to headphones outside. No, no, I never. I, I much more. I'd much rather be tapped into what's going on around me, yeah. Than, than
1: be. I, I will listen to headphones when I'm when I'm traveling, but when I'm not responsible for the travel, like if I'm on the subway or if I'm on an airplane, those are places that I listen to headphones.
0: Where you're not responsible.
1: Well, well, yeah. I mean, if I'm in the car, if I'm driving and I want to listen to music, I'll just put it on the radio. Or plug in my iPod to the car, uh, but I'm not responsible for the subway. I have paid my however many dollars to entrust the uh, quality employees of the Metropolitan Transportation Authority to get me from point A to point B. <laughs> yeah, uh, 225. two twenty-five. Is that what it costs to ride the 225. subway?
0: Two twenty-five.
1: 225 and they're thinking of hiking it up again, right?
0: Yeah, and 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 taking away the unlimited cards. They're going to take away the unlimited cards. That's what cards? they're 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 thinking about. Oh my god. I know, it's I, terrible.
1: What a racket. I mean, really what a racket. How many millions of rides a day? I mean, these this company is I mean, what do you think? There's 10 million uses of the subway every day maybe? I guess so. And that's at 225 a piece or even $2 on average. That's 20 million dollars a day yep how on earth are they losing money
0: i don't know and it's not like you can use the other subway
1: yeah i mean even if i'm exaggerating even if even if it's if it's half of what i'm saying even if it's a tenth of what i'm saying even if it's only one million rides per day total then that's still two million dollars a day yeah that's in 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 that alone that's 750 million dollars a year i know how can they be losing money? I, I I don't know. It's a mystery. It is. It is a mystery. <laughs> I, I'm not happy with it. I'm going to move on. And and we have that. I think that was our last viewer mail. But we have a comment that I wanted to read. Well,
0: we do have something from. Oh yo oh oh oh. oh, oh this, you probably, this, yeah, okay, go
1: ahead. Do you? Is there something else that I'm missing? No, I think I. I it's exactly what you were about to say. Well the comment I have we got a comment from Diane Firstman.
0: Oh oh, I was going to talk about oh well this is this, is, this is, never mind
1: what why what are you doing?
0: I was going to talk about Karen from the Cape, but it's really
1: oh goes, well we it, do have Karen from the Cape we'll get to that it goes we'll to a that. different it goes in a different segment so never mind it does. we'll save it for later. Yeah, so yeah. Di- but, but Diane for- Firstman who's not from the Cape. Diane Firstman uh, has said, uh, "Hi guys, I've listened to fill me in from time to time, and Joe Cabrera filled me in that I got mentioned on this week's podcast. Yes, I am a tournament scrabbler, and yes, that was me in Word Freak. When the book first came out, it was a bit weird. It was a bit of a weird sensation to see people reading it on the train, knowing that they were reading about me. I can only hope that when Word Freak is uh, made into a movie or a musical, that I am replaced by a Dalek." By a what? what? What is a Dalek? I. What is a Dalek? I, I have no idea. A Dalek. I'm looking it up now. A Dalek. A Dalek is a fictional extraterrestrial race of mutants from the British science fiction series Doctor Who. I'm oh, saying- a Dalek. A Dalek. Oh, Dalek. I'm saying it wrong. I'm sorry.
0: I'm, I'm not looking at the email or the. Copy. Okay.
1: It says Dalek. Daleks are cyborgs from the planet Scaro. Yes. Okay, I didn't know. Who. I've never watched Doctor Who. I didn't know this. I used to watch Doctor Who when I was a kid, but not so much anymore. Daleks re- resemble human-sized salt and pepper shakers. That sounds uh, terrifying. Yeah, they, they are pretty terrifying. I mean, do they just spray salt and pepper at you? I don't know exactly
0: what they spray. Is it like a pepper mill? Um, maybe? Hmm. Mike Nathaniel, what what uh, spice do Daleks spray?
1: when they yeah. get angry interesting 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 there's there's a lot to learn about daleks i think uh there is <laughs> a great deal to be learned <laughs>
0: about daleks
1: yeah uh
0: that is the end of the viewer mail am i correct i believe so viewer mail closing it up
1: I'd like it if next time you, you could bring your snapper a little closer to the mic. It sounds I, I, like it I sounds like somebody else in Studio J I is doing the snapper. It,
0: there's no way I could bring that closer. Huh. I mean, that was right in front of the mic.
1: Really? It sounded like it was in another room.
0: Really? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what to tell you.
1: Uh, Tell me nothing.
0: Uh. So the contest of now, what is our contest of now? We have- our
1: contest of now actually comes to us from our friend Mike Nothnagel, pen pal extraordinaire constructor of the Friday Puzzle and the Oracle, and yes. now creator of the contest of now. Uh, Mike Nothnagel says, think of a common hyphenated word that has a single letter before the hyphen. If you move this letter up one place in the alphabet and anagram the letters after the hyphen, you get another common hyphenated word. What words are they?
0: Then he says scroll down for the answer, but he didn't really leave enough spoiler space.
1: At well, that... I I also left that out because that's kind of Todd McKay's thing. Oh. Scroll down for the answer is like Todd's catchphrase, so but I didn't well,
0: want I to – Well, I just wanted to mention to Mike Knothnagel that you should really leave more spoiler space.
1: Well, this is twofold. Mike, first of all, leave more spoil spa- spoiler space, but also stop stealing Todd McKay's stuff. Yes. This is his bit. This could be his contest. It it
0: What? This could be his contest. Whose contest? Todd McKay's. Maybe Mike
1: Notnagel stole it. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Maybe he just sort of cut and pasted an email and claimed it. A, that's plagiarism, Mike. Yes. You Mike Notnagel, did you steal? Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, you know, here at Syracuse University, there, there's there's severe punishment for plagiarism. So it's there. I mean, maybe at Mike's school, they don't care about that sort of thing. And it's all right to steal eggs from your neighbors. But uh, I don't know. <laughs>
0: Is that a Syracusean
1: saying? No, I was talking about Mike's studies in cookery. You... And, and so it's like, you know, plagiarize, oh, steal ingredients.
0: It sounded like some, some country wisdom. <laughs> been out of the city for a month and all of a sudden, <laughs> well, maybe it's okay where you are to steal eggs from your neighbor.
1: Yeah, but that's you what I have. We're
0: actually talking about cooking school.
1: I was actually talking about cooking school and what maybe the equivalent to plagiarism would be in a kitchen. But but sure, it's using that. Yeah, there's a lot of country wisdom to be had here in Syracuse (laughs) since it is the country after all. You know, it's it's, well,
0: it's it's more like the country than Jackson Heights.
1: uh, Marginally.
0: Uh, Yes. Oh, I should also mention that uh, Mike Nothnagel sent me an email to ask if we were okay. uh after the tornado
1: oh that's right there was a huge tornado in jackson heights there were like trees up and houses down and who knows what
0: i think it was centered in brooklyn but we're not all that far from brooklyn and it was very bizarre to have a (laughs) to have a tornado in the middle of new york city
1: that is weird it was very very weird and are you okay
0: uh yeah we we the area where we are didn't really get hit Uh, oh that's good Yeah, there weren't any trees down in our immediate area. Good, good. Uh, But, yeah,
1: totally bizarre. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I don't think I've been through a – I don't think I've personally experienced a tornado. I've experienced – I've been through hurricanes, but not tornadoes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think I really personally experienced it. I was just – I was inside, and I thought there was a rainstorm outside, and then it ended. And then the trains – none of the trains were working, and I didn't know why. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, uh, you, now we're going to do, I, I, I mentioned, I'm going to mention Sunday's crossword. I'm not going to tell, you haven't done Sunday's crossword yet. No, I
1: haven't. But so I, we're not going to really talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it until just, next week.
0: Yeah, we're not going to talk about it. I'm just saying that, that I'm just going to read a clue. Uh, I'm not going to read the answer. 14 down is the Hindu god of thunder. Oh, okay. And I was going to use the answer to introduce the thunder round, but I'll do that uh, uh next week no but,
1: go ahead it's all right i don't mind if you give away one for me that's okay
0: okay i just i and i just mentioned it because i would i think that maybe when people saw it they might expect us to do something
1: about that that sounds great so so you go ahead and do what you have planned I, it doesn't bother me at all
0: all right look on the horizon it's indra the hindu god of thunder and she is like a
1: tornado That's what you had planned?
0: No, I didn't have anything planned besides just using the name Indra.
1: You know, when you when you say you're going to do something that you have planned, you should have something planned.
0: The planning, I had something planned, to use the word Indra.
1: Yeah, well, you should really plan out more than that. That's
0: all I had planned.
1: Well, next time, plan more.
0: <laughs> so this week is
1: the brown week. Brown crossword week.
0: Uh, all, uh, well, Monday through Saturday, the only ones we're going to talk about, uh are all constructed by current Brown students.
1: Yeah, and they're all part of the uh, the, the Brown – they have a club. I can't – the Puzzling, Puzzling Association. The
0: Association of Brown U- University. Yeah. By Pabu. Pabu. Pabu.
1: Yeah. It was founded in 2008, and there's about 30 people who are in the club, and they solve puzzles, they talk about puzzles, and they construct puzzles. And they have a tournament in the spring that this past spring was won by Eric Maddy. <laughs> Right. Yes. Am I right? Didn't you win? Absolutely right. Didn't you win?
0: He, well, if there was a tournament and it, it, uh, it and it wasn't
1: Lollapazula, then Eric Maddy won it. Basically.
0: Yeah. Uh, so Monday, Monday, September 13th, by Amy Lucido, Brown University 2013. This is her debut puzzle. Yep. And this was all about
1: animals no. no it was all about brown oh it was all about brown 40 across was word that can precede the starts of four other clues and it was brown you had uh brown bear for bear with me you had brown sugar for sugar daddy brown betty for betty boop and brown nose for nose dives
0: and brown sugar for daddy. Sugar i said daddy.
1: that one. i, I did, said that you one. did say that i did i did oh i wasn't paying attention i know you weren't
0: uh the brown betty what that's a that's a pastry
1: it's uh, I think it's like like apple something, isn't it?
0: Apple brown Betty?
1: Yeah, isn't it like uh like a like a apple crumble brownie pie or something? I don't know what the hell apple it crumble is.
0: Apple bu- brownie pie?
1: Maybe. <laughs> buzz. <laughs> Would you just buzz? <laughs>
0: My wife and I were watching a show, and the, you know they have all these TV ratings. Yeah. Well, this show, they announced this show is rated TV M A L S V. Lots of lots of
1: of. of, of
0: of 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 letters
1: oh my god how many ofs do you need <laughs> it's wow like, there's just lots of letters you don't know what that it's tv mature because of language sex and violence i know but it was just a lot of letters yeah too much for you did you have to change the channel
0: uh no i i i kept watching because they promised nudity yeah and it you know you know what nudity is on a tv show a commercial tv show
1: uh, it probably means um, the 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 concept of a bare butt, but not actually seeing it.
0: No, it it is it was the bare butt of a, of a male.
1: That is not what you're staying in tune for. No, it was not. I mean, it's no. great for people who love that,
0: but for yeah, me, yeah,
1: not it was, you. It was disappointing. Okay. Ah. Tuesday, September 14th, by Eshan Mitra, Brown University, class of 2012. This uh, was very clever. Uh, This was uh, uh, broken things. I'm looking for the clue that explains it. 59 across fragile articles, or a hint to the things named by the circled letters, breakables. 59 across was breakables, and there were circled letters that split up uh, into two pieces things that could be broken. So 17 across, the entry was sequential, but the SE and the AL are split up, and that's a seal. You can break a seal. Similarly, you could break a bone, you could break a heart, and you can break a mirror. And each yes. of these were split up in other theme entries in the grid. It's good. So, good Start Tuesday. It. That's a good Tuesday kind of a thing.
0: Wednesday, September fifteenth, by Zoe Wheeler, Brown University class of two thousand twelve. This is actually the second puzzle by uh, Miss Wheeler.
1: Yes, I believe that when she first did a puzzle sometime in the past year, she was the youngest woman ever to get a puzzle published in the New York Times. Well, was she? She might still be the youngest woman ever to be published in the Times. I'm not sure. We should we should uh, do some research. Why don't you do that? I will. I'll look forward to having absolutely no results from that next week.
0: <laughs> so will I. Yeah. Uh, this was something about adding a B.
1: Yeah, you added uh, the letter B to uh, other words that normally end with M. Yes. Um,
0: oh, oh, all right. Uh, shut I'm up. I'm not really sure why. This puzzle's theme. Be what was it? quiet. I shut up. Shut up.
1: uh uh-huh. Oh, I get it cuz B it's the letter B but it's a silent B. Yes. It just is coincidence that it also follows an M in every one of the theme entries. Uh yes, cuz plum tree is now clued as where lead weights grow and it's right. PLUMB tree. Right. I get it now. Yeah, Sam I am, bit of a Coleridge poetry line. That's yes. Very clever. I'm not. I I don't know that I love that they're all. uh, They end with MB, but you know, it's still a very clever theme.
0: Well, how could you else? Could you have a silent B?
1: I don't know. What other words could have a silent B that don't have an M before them? I don't know. I don't either. Mike Nothnagel. No, wait a minute. No, no, no. I'm not going to ask Mike Nothnagel because he confused the hell out of us a couple months ago trying to explain the silent B and when it's used and when it's not. And forget that. No, forget that. Uh, Thursday, Thursday is September 16th, uh, 2010 by Joey Weisbrot, Brown University class of 2011. And, uh, this had a cello going through the middle of it. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> couldn't tell you. Oh, I see. Cause all of these themes have to do with a famous cello player. 20th century master of the cello is Rostropovich. Right. And, uh, Rostropovich had a Stradivarius cello and uh, did a performance on the Berlin Wall, and uh, Rostropovich was apparently born in Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. Am I saying that right, Azerbaijan? Uh,
0: I, I think you are. I think I am. I, 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 wasn't, I wasn't saying that you were, and I was repeating what you were
1: saying. Oh, I see. That sounds fine.
0: This is the first time I noticed, 26 across, uh, the answer is Hesh for actress yeah. Anne. It's uh-huh. The first time I've noticed that her last name is spelled like my name except for the uh, last letter.
1: Yes, it is.
0: But you pronounce it completely differently. Yes, you do. It's interesting. No, it's not. Uh Friday, September 17th, by my hero Jonah Kagan, Brown University, class of 2013.
1: Yes, Jonah Kagan, of course, is the uh, sort of eponymous namesake of our theme music, Jag on a Hank. Yes. Jag on a Hank is a random uh, anagram made up of the letters of Jonah Kagan. That he came up with. That y- I thought you came up with it.
0: No, no, no. He came up with it. I just uh, oh. said it would be a okay. great name for our 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 theme. Okay. Project. All right. All right. Uh, and this was uh, this was difficult but doable. Yep. I found it to be very difficult but very enjoyable. Nice, good themeless uh, Friday. Yep. Uh, through the middle, you had
1: Allosaurus's,
0: which yep. somehow I guessed and got it right. Yeah. Uh, cogito ergo sum. Am I pronouncing yep. that
1: correctly? I, I think it's cogito. Cogito. Well, it's Latin, and I don't think they had the soft G in Latin. I think it was. A, I think they only had the the hard G. I see. Uh,
0: so, say it again.
1: I think it's cogito ergo sum. I think right. it, that it's Latin for "I think, therefore I am." Yes.
0: And then uh, one of my favorite ones was colorful stage performers since 1987 was Blue Man
1: Group. Yeah, Blue Man Group. Awesome, awesome performances, Blue Man Group. They're really I, cool.
0: I, I thought this was going to be something and something else. It's,
1: oh, I see. I' uh-huh.
0: stuck for quite yeah. a while until yeah. I figured out 34 Down, which was It's My Fault and it was Blame Me. Yep. I finally got that, and then that whole area fell. But yep. this was a good one.
1: I had a little bit of trouble in this only because I didn't know 42 down, which was decoration for Gertrude's room in Hamlet, Aris. Yes. I didn't know that. And 46 across uh, where you might see some initials. I had B-A blank K, and I thought, I don't know, back, because you might get a tattoo, or bank, because maybe it's like, I don't know, a lot of banks have N-A in their name. And Uh I don't – you know, I just got – I got I had no idea what was going there, but it's bark, of course, which is uh, you know you carve initials in a tree. Ah uh, yes. Uh, but I got stuck there and actually had to Google that circle.
0: Well, aras I know just because the guy got killed behind the Arras. Yeah. See, I don't remember that. The uh, Polonius. Polonius. I,
1: I, yeah, but he gets killed behind a curtain. I didn't know it was an Arras. I also didn't know you pronounced it Arros. I said Aris. So. About uh, it that. Could, be Arras. Arras. could be Aris. Ah! Could be. Saturday, September 18th, by Natan Last, Brown University class of 2012. And you know what? I I will say this again. I have in the past raved about Natan Last's puzzles. I think they're fantastic. I'm really excited that Natan Last is a young, talented constructor. Every time he does a puzzle, I find that it's just full of fun stuff that feels like it comes from him. And I like that. I like that a lot. The long entries in this puzzle were a lot of fun. Flavor Flav, I Am America, Spice Girls. Uh, I just, just, good. that's good. That's good stuff. That's good yeah, stuff. Yeah. I thought this Fist was. Fist bump, lap dances. This is great.
0: I thought this was very easy. I got this one pretty quickly. I thought it was much easier than the Friday.
1: I found it about the same as the Friday. I found them both relatively easy for New York Times theme lists. But I
0: thought it was great. Board Game Grand Dam. Miss yeah. Peacock.
1: Yep. Awesome. I knew immediately that that was one of the women from Clue, and I just had to figure out which one it was.
0: I thought it was going to be somebody from Monopoly, but there's only one person in Monopoly.
1: Yeah, it's the little old man with the mustache.
0: Mr. Moneybanks. Isn't it Mr. Moneybanks?
1: I didn't know he had a name.
0: Fred Moneybanks?
1: I think the only other living creature in Monopoly is the dog. Isn't one of the little tokens you can use to play a dog? I believe it's the dog. Yeah.
0: But there's no the cop who who tells you to go to jail.
1: Oh, that is true. There's the cop. Yeah, maybe the cop is a woman. Could be. Could be. Could be in, in New Monopoly, not, you know, PC Monopoly. New Monopoly? Well, you know, something that has a little bit more of contemporary culture in it, perhaps.
0: It sounds like a, an ancient
1: Egyptian city, New Monopoly. <laughs> new Monopoly? Yeah. Who was the god of thunder in New Monopoly? Yeah, that's a good question. Back 5,000 years before the birth of Natan last.
0: Yes. All right. So now we have to end because now we've gone over time. And- we've gone way over
1: time and you have to edit for content. So good luck.
0: Uh, yeah. Well, that's uh, – we just have to take out a chunk.
1: Yep. So you'll find a chunk to take out, I'm sure. All just right. don't take the chunk out of your thumb this time. Yes, I will not. All right. We've faded out by now, so Farewell. farewell.